It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, Football Friday, 5-0-1. The Eddie Scazzeri, hello, how are you, sir? Across from me, his name is Al Paul Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I just heard the uh, the update fella. Yeah. Is that Brad Heller? That is Brad Heller. I wonder if Brad Heller could be the new Mets play-by-play guy. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting, Jerry. I don't Interesting. know. Maybe. I heard him just mentioning the Mets and Carlos Correa again. Yeah. And now they're negotiating with the Twins, did he say? Or they're talking to the Twins? Uh, there are supposedly two other teams that have re-engaged Scott Boris. What is going on with this guy? I don't know. I have no idea. There's... He was signed with the Giants. Well, he something... wasn't signed. He, had, he agreed. Oh, agreed. Okay. He agreed with the Giants. Correct. Then the physical. Did they not? They weren't interested? They're the ones who so decided? So what happened was they said they needed more time. The after Giants? After they looked at the physical, yes. Okay. And then they ghosted Scott Boris for about... 12 hours. And he went to the Mets. Yes. Okay. Then they agree with the Mets. Correct. And I guess they had nego- prior negotiations so that 12 years, 300 and whatever it was, 15 million, I forget what the number was exactly, but that big deal, I guess they had discussed at some point, so it was easy to say, let's do it. Let's do that one. Yes. And now the Mets. Then the Mets bring him in for the physical when Scott Boris was at, I forget whose press conference, he was at a press conference at Yankee Stadium. Um, and he said, yes, he is taking his physical today. And then we found out over the weekend, eh, well, something in the physical. Well, this the guy must have like. some physical. Well, yeah, I guess it's the, the ankle from 2014. He's got a plate in there. So there has been this thought that they were going to work their way through it. It's been two weeks. They still have no official deal. So a couple of teams, I guess, have called up Scott Boris and said, what's up? I, I still think the- he's going to be here, but, yeah, you know. I don't even want him here anymore. That, that sounds is, like by too the much way, trouble. You know, you know what's funny about all these reported stories, and we make this mistake all the time, is when we say a guy is signed just right. when the two sides have come to an agreement. Until you put pen to paper, that deal is not official. Yeah, just think back of how crazy WFAN was when the Mets signed right. Carlos Correa. Correct, which they never have. And they now agreed just, to a 12-year deal. Now nothing. Nothing yet. I say get lost. Nothing I'm not interested because the 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 first game he gets hurt as a Met, we're gonna this radio station is gonna be. This is why the Giants didn't want him. This is why the Mets were. The only thing about physical. this though is this is not on Correa. This is on the Mets that jumped and said, "All right, we'll take him." Okay, and yeah, here's I, the deal. Okay, but you we know. always will blame the player. You can well, except no, you know the what? physicals you, there, and he didn't hide the surgery. Yeah, you're right. The, if if he came comes to the Mets. And gets injured. Yeah. The fans will be yelling at the Mets. And I think when he has trouble with the ankle from everything I've read, it looks like it's going to be in the latter stages of his career. Like, he plays every game. Oh, okay. So, 
that's probably the hang-up. Like, you know, if doctors are telling us when you're 35, you might play 50 games because of this ankle at that point. That's a problem. I don't think you'll have any issue the next few four or five oh, years. forget it. So I, I would not blame Correa on this one. I agree with that. I would not. And you're right. The fans won't either. They would call and complain that why did the Mets yeah, commit sure. this much money in this many years to a guy with a plate in his ankle? Perhaps. Perhaps. Let's see what happens. But think of this way. You're 52, 3, 5, three. 2, 1, 53. Mm-hmm. You're going to retire at 60. Yep. I think those issues will happen after that. After I, Oh, after I'm already retired? Yeah, well, I sign so. this fellow up. I think so. He's still a young guy. In the next five, six years, he should be fine. Let's sign up Carlos Correa then. Well, they're trying to. They just That's haven't, what I they say, haven't done Jerry. it yet. Not yet. Let's do other quick baseball news then while we're on it. I was going to start with football. Which but we'll get to. But while we're on the baseball news, there's no reason for me to uh, run away from it, Jerry. Uh, I see that uh, Omar Minaya is now at the Yankees. Yes. Yes. He is now, he's got a title of Senior Advisor of Baseball Operations. Yeah, it sounds pretty important to me. What do you think? So he goes into the office. Yeah. Which is in the Bronx. It is. And does what when he gets there? Well, he could be in Tampa, too. Ooh, that would be cool. I don't I don't think his day-to-day operations will be here. I don't know that. But my guess is he'll operate out of Tampa. Okay. So, like, he goes. But this goes back to our questions as we've spent our careers in broadcasting. Yeah. What goes on in offices? I don't know. Like, he goes to the office and <laughs> what happens? What, no idea. All right, who are we looking at? What player? Let me see some film. I don't know. Does he open up emails when he gets there? I don't know. I don't know what people do when they go to their job. That's a very good question because you've got to think there are certainly very busy times. Yeah. And then there are times where nothing's happening. How are you filling eight hours? Yes. I don't know. Text cash. <laughs> I don't People know. keep walking by. I go every time I walk past the cafeteria. Omar Minaya is in there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do. That could be. He did do the thing that most people do when they put the pinstripes on. Eddie, can you put that up? To, to be able to come to the Story franchise, I'm just honored, and I want to thank everybody. I'm looking forward franchise. to um, be part of the Yankee family. Of course, of course, the storied franchise. This reminds me, like when I worked for. Infinity slash CBS Radio. Yeah, sure. And they brought me over to the corporate offices. Jerry, I would go to the, I would go to my desk and be like, what am I supposed to do? Right. Well, you had no job <laughs> title. <laughs> you, no, I had a title. You were time filler. <laughs> my title was program coordinator. Right. Do you think? Do you ever think that there was a day? Yeah. Where someone in management was looking at the people and the jobs and said, "Did anybody tell me what the hell this means? <laughs> like, what are we paying him for?" I don't know. But I know I used to get to my desk and be like, huh. <laughs> what? I now, did you have emails. Did you have the computer at that point? Yeah, I had a computer. You did. So you could surf the web. Yes, that was what I did. Oh, my God. That sounds hard. Talk about having a job with no purpose. It was weird. Yes. I and would then, think every Friday I went in would be my last Friday. And then uh, it was like a nine to five job or nine to six, sounds whatever it was. so horrible. But here's the thing. Around 530. The boss would be like, you know what we need? I'm like, I've been here all, all day. day. Now you're asking me? I know. I know. So good for Omar Minaya. That sounds like a cool job title. I Yeah, I suppose. Senior advisor of baseball. He's Plus, had a great career in scouting. Exactly. And, you know, maybe that's going to be part of it. Maybe people will bring him recommendations. Hey, check out this kid in this, this organization guy. or from this college or from this high school. And maybe his job is to make those final decisions to bring to Cashman. Maybe he makes the, you know, he gives you the the opinion 
here's my recommendation. I don't know. I really don't know. Why don't you get him on? He loves to talk. He doesn't shut up. Omar, what would you say you do here? Remember I told you when I did those CBS Sports Radio shows, I had an idea for seven and seven. Seven quick questions or seven minutes and out for a guest. Okay, make so, it you, move. so a guest would never be on more than seven minutes. Why don't you call Omar and say, we'd like you on one question. One question. What do you do? When you get to the – walk right. me through. Yeah, you got to give us an answer. It can't yeah. be – Walk me through it. When you get to the office, what do you do? Right. We need four minutes of your time. Yeah. One question. Give me a nice long answer. Yes. We'll have you on your way. By the way, this isn't just on Omar. This would be anybody who works in an office. I would like oh, to I know agree. what do you do. So in the other studio, when the windows are open, when I go in for the 10 o'clock update with Tiki and Tierney before they bring the shades down, yeah. we have that office building next door. You know what I see? A lot of people not doing anything. Yeah, they're walking around. Yes, making themselves look busy. Yeah. Maybe I'll look over there and see Omar Minaya one day. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jerry. <laughs> you never know. Over here scouting some Yankee players. <laughs> I never know where you find them. Yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host, Harrison Sanford, on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we also did get some news, Jerry, about uh, Demar Hamlin. We got an update saying he's communicating in writing, which yeah, is I would pretty say very cool. good news. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 And, and they say uh, still has a long way to go. All signs are optimistic, highly optimistic, and point to what is likely to be a full neurological recovery. Yeah, I think a full recovery. Awesome. Uh, what I heard was yeah. a full recovery. Really? Yeah. Like, like he'll be. Walking around as if nothing happened? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, as long as the rehab goes well. I mean, you've seen, you've had people in your life that have had heart conditions, heart attacks, cardiac arrest. Yeah. In a lot of cases, they do make, modern medicine's amazing. But just think of how short of a time period this has been. This happened Monday evening, right? Yeah, now it's Friday morning, yeah. And this really, this news came out yesterday. For sure. He's still in ICU. Right. You know. I'm just saying, in like three days... Well, he's not jogging around the hospital. I mean, he's made really good progress. He's opened his eyes. He can communicate. He is writing. So that's great. Right. He's not there yet. Correct. But this is remarkable progress in three days. In I three agree. Days. Yeah, 100%. You're right. If and he you, was up running, that would be that would be something. And you know he's getting the best care. Yes. You know, so it's really great news. I think the Bills are going to play a very spirited game on Sunday. Um and, yeah, great to hear. There was another, I don't know if you saw, and I know we'll get to the whole playoff scenario stuff, but I don't know if you saw this because. I see everything, Jerry. Nothing gets past me in the sports world. Oh, okay. So then what are your thoughts on Peyton Hillis? Go ahead. I'll let you talk, tell, the, tell the audience. I did see that he is very injured. Peyton Hillis. Uh-huh. He helped. He tried to save someone from something. That's your story. <laughs> he helped someone from something. Correct. Okay. So the details would be... He's the former uh, Browns running back. I remember him more at the Broncos, and he played his last two years with the Giants. Really? You really read this article, huh? <laughs> so the people that he saved from something were his children, and he saved them from drowning. Oh. Unfortunately for him, he's in ICU right now. 
needing treatment on his lungs and kidneys. But doctors do exp- uh, they say he's improving as well. Is that right? So he's in ICU as we speak. Now, why isn't this a bigger story? Well, TMZ, I think, player. is the only one that has it right now, yeah. to be quite honest. I don't. I think this just came out a little while ago. I don't, yeah, I I don't know like exactly. I did see it. Yeah. You and didn't it, know who he was? Or? No, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I thought the name was familiar as soon as I saw him. Like Peyton Hillis. Remember, he had a, he had a really meteoric rise this, this one season. In fact, With the Broncos, I think. In fact, he was on the cover of Madden. Like, that's how... Peyton Hills was? Yeah. You see, I'm not a video game guy. I didn't know that. Which which is... Huge. Yeah, like, people loved him mm-hmm. because you don't get a lot of fullbacks, right? No, not at all. Like, a fullback that makes a, an impact running. He was like a Mike Allstott type. Sure. Daryl Johnston. Daryl Johnston. You're right, though. We don't talk about... And the fullback is gone now in the NFL for yeah. the most part. But even back then, you really had to be on a winning team or be remarkable to be talked about right as a fullback as a fullback yes so yeah so we wish him all the best my goodness so they they didn't have a lot of details on what exactly happened other than it was his children yeah and there was drowning situation correct but everyone was saved uh, i believe so yes i believe so i so believe he's, he's the hero. one in the hospital yes he is a call news 12 he's the hero he's the hero yes and he wasn't watching this happen no calling 911 he sprung into action oh if i had had children jerry i spring into action as well I think that's I would a, hope so. an instinct. What about a dog? I think even for my dog. I think so, too. I think about that sometimes when I'm walking whimsy and I see, like, a, an aggressive-looking dog. I was like, if this dog charges us, I'm stepping in front of my dog. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Might be the end of you as it gnaws on your bones, but right. good for you. I'm glad to hear that. And my dog's a greyhound, so she's fast. She could... Right, she'd <laughs> run away. <laughs> she could get right out there. Finally get away from this guy. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> I would hope she would stay and help me, but probably not. I thought of you this morning. So as I was driving through Manhattan at the ungodly time of about 3.50, I saw a man walking his dog. This guy looked like he'd rather be in for a colonoscopy at the moment as Mm -hmm. he was walking the dog at 3.50 in the morning with pajama pants on and a leather coat. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like... That's Al at yeah. about 2 a.m. But I'm fully dressed because I'm ready to come to work. <laughs> right, it's true. All right, on a Friday night or a Saturday night. Yeah. so That is me. That seems terrible, by the way. It's not great. No, it can't be. Although I read a thing in the elevator. You know, Our elevator has the uh, the Captivate screen. Yeah. It yep, tells yep, you yep. things, and it says uh, walking. I saw the, this. Is, is the thing that keeps us living so here's the, the longest. Fu- right. Well, that's according to one story. Yeah. The funny thing about that is if you go back a couple of months... It was hit training is best for longevity. <laughs> now it's walking. You could have two more. I mean, what's more opposite? Just sitting? <laughs> yes. You cannot be just sitting. No, I agree. You can't be that. But That will get you, you in trouble. You can't tell me that walking is the best for longevity. And then on another, and I don't think it was Captivate. I think I read that in yeah. Men's Health or something. That hit training is best for long, right. your heart and longevity. Yeah, no. So which one is it? Cru- you know, crush yourself in a workout or just... Take a stroll. I hope it's scrolling through Twitter is best for long-term. Scrolling and strolling. Scrolling and strolling. Now, let me ask you this, if you think this actually happened the way it's presented to have happened. Okay. Because it seems like a movie line, Uh and I'm not sure. It said, uh, DeMar Hamlin was able to communicate in writing. I do believe this. And he asked doctors who won the game Monday night. And what the doctors say, Al? Yes, you won the game of life. Yeah. You think that happened? I do. I do, because I think there were people there. Like, I don't think you can just make that up. Do you think when the doctor said that, he was like, nailed it? <laughs> Maybe. Did we get the doctor's name? 
Uh, it might be somewhere in the article. Most emotional sports movie you ever saw. Because this could be made into one. Um, I guess Field the Dreams. Throwing the ball with his dad. Okay. I was going to say Brian's song. but Yeah, I never saw that one. It seemed too sad. Never saw, it is sad. Yeah, it's I don't want to watch sad. that. You never saw Brian's song. It's no. interesting. Yeah, Field of Dreams is a good one, but emotional for a different reason. Yeah, no, definitely the Brian. I've heard of, of course. What do you think about Eight Brian. Men Out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I also enjoyed that. <laughs> that was a good The Rookie? <laughs> that one, not so much. Not so much. Do you think uh, DeMar Hamlin was surprised when they told him the game didn't get finished? That's unprecedented. I don't know what the hell's going through his head. Yeah, I... Part of me would say yes, because I don't think it's ever happened before. Yeah. But the other part of me would be when he starts to process where he is, why he's there, the severity of it. You might, like, wow. Right. He's like, oh, so this was really a bad injury. Yeah. Like yeah. I, of course he's got to be thinking that. Yeah. I mean, the first time he wakes up. So, um, luckily for us, we've never been in this situation, yes. at least not yet. Who knows what the future Correct. holds. But I would think he probably blacked out on the field when he collapsed. Right, probably doesn't remember, right? I wouldn't think he remembers anything other than when his when he opened his eyes and he realizes he's in a hospital room and lucky to be alive. I can't wait to for the first long sit-down interview with him. Who do you think gets that? I don't know. But that's an interesting. That will be so interesting. Yeah. Like once he's fully recovered, like what does he remember, all sure. that stuff. be very interesting. Yeah, he has had. They it has been some week for sure. So and then uh, real quickly, cause just so to finish this yeah. all up, this segment here, uh, we do forget about sometimes T Higgins, right? The the fellow. Yeah, who, we're gonna have audio from him this hit. morning. Okay, he talked so, yesterday. So he, I guess, he spoke with uh, Demar Hamlin's mom yep. and feels uh, much better about himself after speaking with her. Well, and much like I think the Bills themselves, the fact that Hamlin is now making. Great progress. Right. Not out of the woods, but doing much better than he was three days ago. I think that takes the weight off your shoulders a little bit. And, again, you can take a deep breath and a sigh of relief, and maybe you can kind of move on now and start thinking about your job again. Right. So, yeah, that had to have been a tough few days for him for sure. Oh, for sure. So, when he had Bart Scott, you know, saying that he, that was an illegal, uh, he should have been oh, right. flagged for that. And <laughs> yeah, like, kid, that's not good. Yeah. Like, Hopefully I understand the idea of lowering things. your helmet that's not what this was. Yeah. I was actually surprised Bart did that and said that, but he took a beating on social media for He's that. He's a too. shock jock, that Bart Scott. Yeah, you worked with so. him, Jerry. I suppose so. All right, uh, coming up, uh, when we get into the show, we will give you those playoff scenarios, which are weird. That looks so confusing to me, Jerry. Well, y- Yahoo did a really good job of breaking down the three scenarios. So I'm sure Boomer will have it on lockdown and Eddie will play what? Uh, so. <laughs> At some point, we will get to that for you. Uh, But next, 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 it will be the Week 18 edition of Cool Games. And the cool thing about this one, as opposed to the last two weeks, we have a live performance. Al's not on tape this time. Oh, yeah. You know what's so funny, too? The ones I picked of you singing at the end were three cool games, which I had no idea. Both times, three cool games. Wow. And we nailed it. So we'll see what it is next. I'm not so optimistic of great games, but we'll see. We will see. That's coming up next in Boomer and Geo on a football Friday on the fan.